This is Dive Into Your Career, the podcast designed to help students like you take impactful steps towards your career goals. I'm Gina Visram, a qualified careers coach and consultant who is so proud to be your careers cheerleader. You are in the right place if you are a determined student or the proud supporter of one. Here, you will embrace career development in a unique spirit of fun, not fear. Let's dive in. Okay, okay, I'll admit it. I'm pretty obsessed with Clubhouse at the moment, but I promise this isn't the focus of this episode. Welcome. Hiya, it is Gina here from Dive Into Your Career, and I'm so pleased to have you here for this episode. And in this episode, I'm continuing on with a theme of networking, because it's so important, it's always important. And, you know, I'm getting more and more examples of how powerful it is. So I really don't want you to sleep on this. In today's episode, we are talking about five top networking tips for students and new graduates. So you are absolutely in the right place, of course, if you yourself are a student or, new, or a new graduate, or if you are the supporter of one. Networking is something that we started talking about in an episode last week. And if you are somebody who feels like you're a bit of a skeptic, you don't get it, why is it so important? It feels really inauthentic. If that's where you are at the moment, then actually I suggest you stop this episode when I finish this sentence and you listen to the episode before, immediately before this one, and then come right back here. Now, if you're up to speed because you've already listened to the episode or because you already get it, right? You know that networking is something that is important then I'm hoping you will find this episode incredibly useful because we are moving from the why of the previous episode to the how. And that is what we're going to be talking about a bit today in these top tips. So what I think is worth reiterating is that I encourage you to take on the definition of networking as relationship building and creating meaningful connections. In fact, I was in a recent room on Clubhouse where a very interesting tech professional based in the US said that he doesn't even think of it as connections, he thinks of it as building friendships. So whatever it is that you need to understand the authenticity of it and that it is often a kind of medium to longer term play, but there are some things that you can do in the immediate short term. But networking is a constant, right? It is relationship building. It is building meaningful connections, which are ideally mutually beneficial. And as uh, this person said, uh, who I'll mention, he referred to it as uh, building friendships. 
And there is some real truth for all of these ways of looking at it. So please do adopt what feels right for you at this moment, even if it feels uncomfortable, because it's not about waiting until it feels entirely comfortable for you to do something about it. This is one of those areas where it's important to get out of your comfort zone. So let's get into the five tips. I'm really excited to share them with you. Number one is that curiosity begins right where you are. Curiosity begins at home, some would say. <laughs> and actually that's really true because what I mean when I'm saying this to you is that it is your increased curiosity, your purposeful conversations about careers where the networking can begin and it truly can begin with the loved ones in your household. So whether that is your mum, your dad, whether you live with a carer, whatever your home situation is, the networking can ultimately begin there. Because even though you might have an idea of what your folks do, you often don't know a great level of detail, unless that's something that you've already been curious about, in which case that's great. And at the time of recording this, we are still in a lockdown here in the UK in relation to the pandemic. And I know that when parents and children have been operating in close quarters, we actually understand each other's day-to-day -day even more. So I know my five-year-old has been asking me very specific things or, you know, mommy, are you going on a Zoom call now? Do I need to be quiet? Or can I come say hello? Or, or whatever the case is. Or if she knows that I'm, you know, hosting a room on Clubhouse, she'll, you know, she'll say, um, mommy, do I need to, to do this now? So our... Our close proximity to each other in the home means that we do know more. But what I'm saying to you is really be curious. Start asking those questions about what do you most enjoy about your job, right? What are some of your upcoming challenges in the next six months? What will, you know, if it was, if we fast forwarded a year, what would success look for, like for you in the work that you're doing, right? Like if you actually ask insightful questions, even of your folks at home, you are starting to build that networking muscle and to really be curious about what it is that people do. So tip number one is start with family and friends. Be intentional, be more curious. Number two is to move that curiosity into school or university, wherever it is that you are now. And even if you're a graduate, remember that certainly within your career centers, often you can tap into them for a couple of years after graduation. So if you are at school, networking can occur in areas like your Model United Nations Club, your hockey team, your classical singing club, pretty much anything imaginable. It is about being communicative though. 
And it's about sharing your vision and sharing what you're interested in. And I can tell you that at now a decade of working in schools, while I am absolutely committed to supporting all the students, and I'm so proud to do so, it is the ones, even the quiet ones, by the way, it's not the, you know, kind of confident, more extrovert ones that necessarily do this, but the ones that select to come and have a conversation and talk to me about what it is that they're interested in, what do they want to explore, what subjects do they particularly like, Miss, so what might that lead on to, right? So the ones that take the time to come and have a conversation, you remember even more so, of course, than the ones that don't, and then it really helps to make connections. And over the years, I know I've really supported a number of girls who've come to me and told me, they are curious about tech or we've had a conversation and I've placed the idea in their minds and they were open to it. And then it's much easier for me to be able to link with specific opportunities. So that's how it works in a school. Likewise, when it comes to teachers, likewise, when it comes to your football coach, right? Or, or, or your netball coach, whatever it is. If you share a little bit of you in terms of what you're interested in career-wise, people who are really there to nurture you are in a better position to support you. Same again for university, right? But amplified. Think about it. At university, you have a career centre. <laughs> you have a career centre in which there are people often very dedicated people who are employed to support you on your journey, whether it is the employee engagement team, employer engagement team, sorry, whether it's the volunteering team, whether it's the main careers team, whatever the case might be. These are people who are hired to organise events, use their ingenuity and innovation to come up with things that are really going to help you connect, to keep in touch with alumni and to invite them for different careers initiatives, to provide one-on-one one -on -one careers interviews, right? And uh, sometimes that will be guidance, sometimes that will be interview practice, sometimes it will be information, it really depends. So this is a brilliant service which is included within your university fees. So my goodness, please use it. <laughs> and the funny thing is actually, even when, you know, careers consultants see loads of people, I, I freelance at university here in the UK as a careers consultant, I still often remember certain things that students are interested in. And when I do, I will tag them in something on LinkedIn that I think will be of interest or send something over. So really, ultimately, the more it is that you talk about the areas that you're interested in career-wise, the more likely it is that the people around you will be in a position to support you. So that's really what I wanted to mention, although of course we talked about how ideally networking is mutually beneficial, but even when you're in the early career space, which you likely are if you're listening to this podcast, 
then, you know, you still have such value to bring to the person that you're speaking to, even if you don't entirely know how to articulate it yet. So really, don't be shy about that. Have some conversations. Okay. Oh, and before I move on, in universities, obviously that includes lecturers and people in your department as well. So these are all people to be communicating with and supporting and, you know, applying for research assistant positions and doing great work in that and leveraging those opportunities to be able to have further conversations as somebody who's really added value to a project. So, yes, so much networking that can happen in universities, but let me stop there. Hopefully I've given you lots of ideas. Number three is social media. As I say pretty much every episode, this could be an episode in its own right. (laughs) I often say that about things. Today I'm going to be talking about LinkedIn and Clubhouse in terms of the how, but there are other social media platforms upon which you can network because it's social networking, right? (laughs) That's, That's genuinely what it is. So even things like Instagram, where you might not be on there thinking about the professional development possibilities, believe me, there are really interesting law firms on there, organisations that support you to get into medicine, organisations that support you to get into the creative arts, like it's all going on. So you can use some of your favourite platforms also to actively be networking in a way that is purposeful for your future. Today, though, as I said, I'm going to talk a little bit more about LinkedIn and Clubhouse. So LinkedIn is the platform that we typically think of when we think about a social networking platform that is professional. And it's no wonder, as you may have heard from episode 32, I think it is, but feel free to check. It is just a few episodes ago. There is lots of talk in there about why LinkedIn, really. And we'll go into more detail again about the how of LinkedIn. But ultimately, there are more than 600 million professionals on the platform across the globe. These are all people who in theory, are open to connections because they're on this platform, right? It would be very strange not to be open to anybody connecting with you if you're on there. So it's kind of like having a warm lead. And you can follow people, see what they're up to, like what they're talking about, comment on their posts, you know, and and again, in a really authentic way, because chances are, if you were interested in their work professionally, you authentically have something to say about it. So it's quite easy on LinkedIn to get on somebody's radar because they notice that you're engaging with their content. So on LinkedIn, you can reach out to connect. And again, that will be something that I'll be talking about in more detail, but don't wait for that. Like actually just do it, get on the case with with that. You really can do lots of research into the organisations and the individuals that are interesting for you. And I kind of feel that the LinkedIn experience in a way has kind of been amplified by Clubhouse. In a way they go hand in hand, even though they are completely different apps. And again, Clubhouse is going to get its own episode shortly. 
But if you're an early adopter and you're already on there, or if you have an Apple device and you are not yet on there, I strongly encourage you to go check out the app, right? This isn't another shiny object that's gonna take you away from your essay because it's all about really managing your time and using things purposefully. I think that's a, a word I've said multiple times in this episode. But I am in rooms where you can speak directly to recruiters and hiring managers. I've seen a guy who works for PlayStation literally inviting people to apply for a role that he's backfilling because he is being promoted. And he's talking to people about this before the role is even available on the website. And we know that that's how things go. We know that approximately 80% of jobs are in the quote unquote hidden job market for a variety of reasons. And it feels like there's so much less hiding when you were in this space and you were actually having conversations with people. It's audio only, so there isn't space for rubbish. I mean, there is some rubbish on there, don't get me wrong. But if you find yourself in a room where it just feels a bit meh, then you just go into another room. Again, I might be speaking another language on this, but I have a resource about Clubhouse for students coming out imminently. So look out for that. But this is another how, right? So this was number three, social media is another how. And I've just talked about LinkedIn and Clubhouse a little bit there. Number four is create content on the topic that you're interested in. Now, this might not obviously feel like networking, but it really is. So, I mean, the first win is that you get to really build your commercial awareness in relation to one of the areas that you're interested in exploring. But the networking bit really comes in because if you are publishing your content, whether it's on Medium or indeed whether it's on a platform like LinkedIn, right, which is all about uh, content these days, as well as not just having your, your CV up there as such, then people can engage, people can share. And also, if you're strategic in that whether you were talking about costume design or investment banking or working within social media, you know, whatever it is that you're interested in, engineering. If you include interviews as part of your content, whether your content is a blog, a podcast, lives, a YouTube channel, whatever it might be, if you are interviewing people, you are networking. And in one of the most beautiful ways, because you really are building authentic connections. And that is truly what it is about. And number five, be yourself, be open, be brave. So my quick summary for you is number one. And of course, these are five top networking tips for students and new graduates. Number one, curiosity begins where you are. Number two, school and university has so many options <laughs> when it comes to networking. And if there are events involved with this, by the way, be open and go along even if you don't know exactly what you're gonna get from it. 
There are so many possibilities that can open up for you in these spaces. Number three is social media, and I mean that widely, even though today I primarily talk to you a little bit about LinkedIn and Clubhouse, but these are also some of the hows when it comes to networking. Number four, creating content on the topic that you're interested in. Number five, be yourself, be open, be brave. Thank you so much for being here. As ever, this content really is for you. That's right, you who is listening, you who is on your journey from education to employment, do it. I'm I'm so proud of you and you know, really, really wishing the best for you. And of course, I practice what I preach. So if you would like to connect on LinkedIn, if you haven't yet, please feel free to reach out and let me know that you are a listener on the podcast. Likewise, on Clubhouse at the moment, uh, at the time of recording this anyway, on Monday nights at seven o'clock GMT, I am doing an education to employment room. So if you are on Clubhouse, find at Gina Fisrum and it's easy to follow there and make sure you don't miss out on that. More networking, right? Relationship building with often with like-minded people. Okay, take care of yourself, stay safe, have a great week and I look forward to catching up again soon. Thank you for listening today. To keep up to date with Dive Into Your Career, leave your details on bit.ly forward slash dive into the list. See you soon.